stalker, giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, ground stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter, a death dealer, a life stealer. That's just the cost of being awesome. Welcome to episode 250 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from the Brewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. And I think that's all that I am today. <laughs> I guess I'm Delirium Bendick and Roger Brown as well. So everyone is uh, a lot of folks MIA today. We might get Delirium later bit later on in the show. I think he's trying to make a mad dash uh, back home to join us. Uh, Bendick's not available today. And Roger Brown is on, what was it, Final Boss TV Final today? Boss. Final Boss TV. So <laughs> where are the priorities? Good news for hunters this week. Yes. And, and Foxy. And also, uh, I'm Ollie Sonder from the Hunting Party mm-hmm. Podcast chat room. Of course. And, and Foxy's here in the chat room. She She's uh, lost her voice today, so she's not going to even try and, and, and talk. That's okay. Uh, but uh, welcome. Good to see you in the chat room anyway. So today is Sunday, December the 4th, 2016, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ollie Sonder, is there to take your questions. And hopefully you guys will ask us a lot of questions because we have a great guest today and no... Uh, hell has not frozen over, although it is December, so that chill in the air might be the December and winter. It's it's snowing in some of these cities for football games, I've noticed today. But believe it or not, we are going to talk about two things that you don't expect us to talk about usually. And I think that's going to be PvP for sure and survival hunters as well, yeah. because joining us this week is uh, just a, just an extraordinary PvP player and, and PvP hunter, and that is Dilly. And Dilly, welcome back to the Hunting Party Podcast. I guess only your second appearance, I believe, which is yeah. shocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, de- definitely the second time, but I, I met Delirium quite a few times already. Uh, I think I've seen him like three years in a row at BlizzCon, something about that. So I'm, I'm familiar with him and most of you, so... Yeah, yeah, well, no, it was great. Yes, it was. You, it was good to see you at the the Hunter uh, meetup there <clears throat> this year over at BlizzCon. It was a good, good time. Good to catch up as as always. So, but welcome back, welcome back to the Hunting Party Podcast. Yeah, thank you. So, let's just get right to it then, and and just talk about PvP. And so, how has PvP been in Legion so far? What's what's your impressions of it thus far? Um, I think right now. Strongholders are actually so strong. Is that is actually crazy? And they were really bad at first because, like half half of your spells were just bugged. Like half of them didn't work, and like there were just so many like quality of life issues. But they fixed most of them, and then they end up making you know some of the things that are really hard for you a lot weaker. So right now, I'd actually say that they're stronger right now than hunters were last expansion. Like that, they, they seem in a really good spot right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> And compared to some of the other classes, I mean, where where do they seem to rank up? I mean, do you do, are there a lot of uh, groups, uh, I, hunters right now, or or not so much? Well, especially like on the European servers, uh, Sorrel Hunter, Red Paladin, Restitute is like the best comp right now. <clears throat> Part of it's because everyone's alliance that PvP is on EU, and everyone on NA plays on a uh, horde. So, uh, being alliance is pretty big. Uh, most of the things that counter you, they can, they don't really exist because they have to be Horde for them. Like uh, re- Restoration Shaman compositions aren't as strong if they're Alliance because they don't have that Orc Racial. So those are like the one things that it do well against you. So on Europe, there's nothing that really beats you at all. So they just kind of run wild and stomp everyone. 
There's only a few on US, so it's not that bad. So how big of a difference does uh, faction make? I mean, Alliance for, versus Horde for, for the PvP. Um, it, I, th I think it's kind of make and break depending on your classes. Like I said, with, with Shamans, they don't really have many uh, good options for races on Alliance because they, they don't really have that human. So Orc and Human are kind of pretty equal in terms of strengths as racials. But if you're a Shaman, you can only play Orc. So if you're having to play Dwarf, like it's such a huge disadvantage compared to just being Horde. So the strength of that class goes down tremendously if you know whatever region it is is favored heavily to one faction or the other. But you know, for things like hunters, you can play alliance or horde, so you know, both are pretty good. Um, you, usually, human racial is good because they have a two-minute stun breaker. So then you can play some of the newer PvP options that they have. Like uh, they have a talent called adaptation. So every time you get put in a five-second CC, uh, it'll just automatically break you out of it with a one-minute cooldown. So you, you have so many ways to break out of CC. Or if you're um, if you're horde and you're an orc, you have the stun reduction, and then there's a another talent that's relentless and those two go well together because they basically the relentless talent is a 20 percent control reduction so putting those together stuns don't last long on you and those are the only things that really kill you is the hunters you know being caught on that stun so either one of those you never really get stunned full so they make such a big difference but if you can play both and obviously you have a cover for both of those right right now i'm just curious i mean you oh go ahead ali well just to back it up for a second, when we talk about PvP, you're talking mostly about Arena, but yeah. does it cover um, all kinds of PvP as well, what you're, yeah. you're going to talk about? Yeah, I, mean, I, I would say you know. it covers everything, because, I mean, ra racials, like, both those racials are good, even in world PvP, because, you know, if, if you fight some class one-on-one -on -one and they have a stun that can kill you, you are going to be in so much trouble regardless, so I think having that is just big for hunters in general, so... I anytime I'm in world PvP, I, it feels feels like they're pretty strong, honestly. One v one or yeah, no matter what the situation, I I usually feel like most of the classes just kind of get destroyed. And and then correct me if I'm wrong. Was I'm trying to think back because I, I I didn't get a chance to catch all the finals at least in in the PvP oh back at BlizzCon with with the, with the championships there. But was there any of those comps have hunters? I mean, how how well were they represented this year? Oh, at oh yeah, the winning the winning team had a hunter. Yeah, um, but I he was playing so. he was playing Beast Mastery. It was his first day playing it. You won BlizzCon with it, so it was. His That's first something. day playing it, so it was, so it's not something he even practiced with. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Well, VM Hunter and PvP is it, it's like pretty like it's if you can play the game like you can generally pick up that in like a day and you'll be fine because mo most of what you have to do like in PvP as VM is is a lot simpler than you would have to do in PVE. I would say because you don't really have any utility. You you kind of just damage so. He just has two buttons, just Cobra Shot and Kill Commander Press, and, mm -hmm. and they win games. So <laughs> after after he won, we were talking about it. We were laughing because he was asking me, like, what pets do I take, like, the day before? And I'm like, uh, take this pet, and you'll be good to go. And he's like, okay, cool. And what, did you, up, yeah, and what, did you, what did you end up recommending for, for a pet? For I told him to take uh, the Scorpid because Scorpids have a healing reduction, and... You know, most people think that you know you go with the Devil Sore because it has the same thing too, and it's an exotic pet. But for some reason, it, its healing reduction doesn't last as long as, say, like a Scorpid or a Carrion Bird or a mm -hmm. Ruby's pet. 
So I just said, yeah, just take one of those. It's actually better than the devil sir. He's like, okay, sick. So he just went with that. So I saw him winning with the little scorpion. No, that that's cool. So um, now you play survival primarily, correct? Yeah, yeah. I, I pretty much only play survival hunter. And was it that way from the from the get go? Um, did you sort of know that's what you were going to do uh, going into Legion? Or so what what prompted you to pick survival? Was it just because, in your opinion, it's just the best uh, spec for PvP, or you really wanted to play a melee hunter? So what attracted you to survival? Um, well, initially, I felt like the other hunter specs, like I don't know, they, they didn't feel like hunters to me because they didn't have traps or freedom. Like a lot of the things that I I really used to like about hunter was always having a bunch of utility. And the range hunter specs really didn't have that much utility. They they were mostly like damage bots. So as soon as I saw survival like an alpha, I'm like, you know, this actually feels fun because when I was playing BM, I, I don't know, it felt really boring for me. Like I, I was thinking of rerolling other classes because I, I I just was not having fun as BM hunter. But I started playing survival off of a friend's recommendation, and I was like, wow, this is actually really really fun. So Try me it. and oh hey. Me and uh, one of the other um, Ring 100s, he lives in my state, and we just started playing it a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, okay, Elbereth in the chat, he's the one who recommended it to me. He's mean. He's a bully. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah, as you said, Elbereth said, you didn't play SV in Alpha until I told you to. That's funny. Yeah. <clears> and then was, you were hooked. Sure. Yeah, he, he recommended that I should play it, so I tried it out, and I actually loved it. So were you just planning to ignore it for the most part, do you think? I mean, if he hadn't told you that, or do you oh, think he, you'd, yeah, you'd have found it eventually? Or, or you just would have been like everybody else, it seems like, at least to us, we just sort of looked at it and said, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> we like being I, ranged. I would have I would have just played my Shadow Priest if you didn't tell me that. Like, I Oh, was, no, say, like, say it isn't so. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wasn't having fun with it. Like, it just is like, man, this is so boring. Like, I don't know. I, I wasn't having fun with the other Hunter specs, but... Yeah, definitely. If you didn't tell me to play survival, I, I would not have played it. Or if I had, um, I think if I had qualified for BlizzCon, there would have been no chance that I had played survival hunter either. So, I think uh, not qualifying for a tournament probably is the other reason why I'm playing it. Because <laughs> otherwise, my teammates would have been like, "Nah, don't don't play survival. Like, we want you to play BM." So I wouldn't have mm -hmm. taken the time to learn it. So, what is it about survival then for PvP? That you like? I mean, is it, is it just because it's fun, or or what does it bring now um, to PvP? That say, and what what makes it better than than the other two specs? Well, it just has so much more utility. Like even in seven point one five, they're giving all the hunter specs trap. But even to just say for now, you have your freezing trap, and then you have um, this honor talent called Trackers in it, which is actually really really crazy. It's it's a six second root, it's undispellable on a ten second clone, but it actually makes them have like eighty percent. Uh, physical mischance. So it's like super good if I fight things like a Windwalker Monk. If I actually do it like right before they fist a Fury, they'll pretty much miss the entire stun. So that's like pretty game breaking. Windwalker Monks are popular. I always get rage messages after the games from them. And then also you have, um, you have Call Trops that talent. It's like a 70% AoE snare. So you have that. You have normal traps. You have the, that root. Um, you have option to a silence in one of your honor talents, so you just have all kinds of crazy utility, and people pretty much just get annoyed because they don't get to play their character. So you're just keeping them rooted and stunned and, and locked up. I mean, how how long can you kind of lock down a particular player as survival? Um, usually, like if it's 
if say I'm fighting like maybe it's like a Windwalker monk team, usually we'll go on the healer. So then the Windwalker will get rooted and then he'll get trapped and then they'll get rooted out of that. And then he'll have to go through the 70% slow. And then his healer is trying to run from the 70% slow. And then you do pretty good damage, honestly, on healers. So yeah. And then they have to juke two melees, like trying to interrupt them on their cast. So no one's having a good time. It's pretty good. And so are you mostly like how much time are you spending us, you know, doing damaging and DPS or is your primary role here just to kind of kind of annoy people, if you will, keep them locked down and then let your teammates kind of do the, the or your other the other DPS. If you're looking at like an arena situation, kind of um, take, take out the other players. It really depends on the matchup because there's some matchups where I might not have much uptime on them, but like. Like that Windwalker Monk example is like the best one. Usually Windwalker Monk teams, like you, you can't really hit the DPS. And you'll have good uptime on them, but you just get killed. So usually it's better to run at their healer. But mm-hmm. I definitely lose a lot of damage doing that. But then also they lose a lot of damage. So it kind of just becomes, we stop them from being able to kill us. And then eventually my partners will kill them. But there's other things like maybe a Warlock team. You have a really high uptime. And then I'll just be sitting on the Warlock and... The only CC I'm throwing out is just, you know, a trap on the healer. And other than that, I'm just doing damage. And most of the time I can out damage my partners if I'm just straight sitting on a target. And and how is sort of the, the artifact weapon factored into to PvP? Uh, okay, well, the skill is like kind of bad damage wise, but it's still useful because usually like, you know, it, it's already hard to get you know, to six stacks of your Mongoose Fury. So you, mm-hmm. you get your six stacks, but if someone kites you when you're at six stacks, like, that's when I'll use it so that, you know, I can still maybe get in those extra Mongoose fights because those are what actually hits hard, not really the artifact skills. So I can maybe give myself time to do that. Mm-hmm. Or if I ever run out of the charges, then I'll just do that just to to delay because, you know, during that whole channel, your uh, buff will fall off. So yeah. it's it's a little bit nice. It's just that little delay. It It honestly doesn't do that much damage, though. Yeah, I mean, and keep in mind here, like, I completely stay away from PvP, so I just assumed you're using the artifact weapon for, for PvP, because it's it's so, they made such a big deal about it, but, I mean, I could be wrong here, but <laughs> I, I didn't think there, there might be, like, special PvP weapons specifically this time around. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. The, it's the same artifact, yeah. Yeah. A little eagle animation. I mean, at least it looks cool. Mm-hmm. So in order to kind of gear so part of your your PVP progression then is is leveling up that weapon you know you're sort of having to do your world quests and things like that correct Yeah I I pretty much max out is where I want to be like I got all my useful traits at this point um past th- or in, in PVP it doesn't let you go mm-hmm. past 34 traits so you won't get the bonus from that extra percent damage so once you have the 34 traits like you're good to go so I have a real quick question for you. For you, um, what transmog are you using? Oh, I have the cataclysm or cataclysm. Um, one of the PvP sets, the elite set. I use it. On maybe I have a link to it. Is it a? It's like it's like red here. Is it like um, season season something? Yes, yeah, it's, it's season ten. That one. Oh, brutal gladiator! Is that brutal one? No, it's uh, ruthless. Ruthless. Oh, it's, it's got like if you have the helm on it, it's like it looks like the Donnie Darko uh, bunny mask thing. It's kind of sick. 
do you do a lot of transmog or just go with one that you like? Um, yeah, I actually have like a million transmogs in my back, but for some reason I can only PvP with this mog. I, I don't know why. I actually suck at PvP when I use my other mogs, but I have the other ones that I, I use like if I'm just hanging out. But yeah, if I'm only doing PvP, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I, I just, it's like my good luck charm or something. I just stick with that one and I win. When I use other ones, I lose, so. Something about looking good means you win, I think. Uh, it certainly makes you feel good, right? You know, you feel good about your character, you, you know, kind of, you know, makes you like your character, appreciate it a little bit more. So, I, you know, it's probably yeah, you know, those, those small things. But once you're playing at a high level, sometimes those small things can make, you know, pretty, pretty large differences. Yeah, ex exactly. You got to you gotta look good to play good. <laughs> uh, so what race is your hunter? We were talking about factions before. I meant to ask. So what, what are you playing for your hunter? Uh, I'm playing Orc right now. Mm-hmm. I I wish I could play Night Elf aesthetically, but it works the best right now. So same with the work until uh, I can play Night Elf again. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then for what what do you mostly participate in for for PvP? What do you what do you do primarily? Um, I guess I do threes the most, but mm -hmm. well, actually, I don't know. I probably do more twos than threes, but twos games are so much longer that like if I look at the games played, I have more threes games. But threes games can be like a minute to two minutes, but some of my twos games are like maybe t like 15 minutes long. So it's actually hard to say which one, but usually all arenas and I, I occasionally just do like RBGs just, just for fun. But I'm actually so bad at RBGs that I cannot pay attention to them. Like I, I get distracted as sitting at a base and I'll tap out and then someone casts on me and then everyone's mad at me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> No, not being able we'll to do something part all the of the time. show. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I, I'm free to admit it. My girlfriend yells at me. She's like, "Why? Why? What? How are you this rank 100 and getting capped on a base?" I'm like, "Uh, oh, <laughs> <I tapped> out." <laughs> nice. Well, hopefully, well, I don't know if your teammates are listening to the show. You just just tell them you're kidding, right? No, just kidding. I'm actually. Oh, my my teammates hate me. There's a mm -hmm. there's a very big love hate relationship. There's mm -hmm. times where I space out. I had a I had a big space out yesterday. My teammates were making fun of me the whole night. I uh, I joined the enemy team for a bit and uh, I threw a game that I, that I shouldn't have. So the whole day they were they were saying, "Oh, I hope you don't join the enemy team this game." Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I ran into their side of the map. My team went on the other side of the map, and then I just died alone. And I <laughs> I just sat there and was like, "Oh." <laughs> My bad guys. Was that die die or feign die? Oh no, it was it was a die die. It was a it was a dead rat on the ground die. And my <laughs> team just sitting there, like why? Why do you do this to us? Well, before the show, we talked a little bit. And you're a multi rank one hunter. Uh, so over the years of doing this, how do you work out the differences between? Okay, now what? Well, now I'm at work. Well, now I need to be a blood elf, or now I need to be a, a torrent hunter. You know, how do you decide each each season what you need to be? I mean, um, theorycraft or how does well, that work? Usually, uh, every expansion people people just like to be like, oh, I'm gonna be alliance this expansion. I'll be horde this one. So last one, everyone's alliance, then everyone's horde. But usually, it's been pretty consistent. Like if you're horde, you could play. 
orc or blood elf for hunters. And if you're alliance, you could be, you know, human or night elf. But, uh, right now I think hunters are kind of squishy. So you're sort of just forced to have something that gets you, you know, does something for stuns. So orc and human are usually better defensively. And then night elf and blood elf, they're just more, you know, not really reliable, but sometimes they come in clutch racials. But generally speaking, it, it's pretty consistent on which one's like the safest option. So I just, I'll stick with that one. And then everyone just keeps doing the same thing. So <laughs> people, people generally will funnel into one faction or one race on the faction rather. So how do you manage that? Do you just have like, like multiple hunters that are kind of at the ready or do you just actually have to sit there and do, do your faction changes, do your race changes and so forth with your, with your uh, one hunter? I, I sadly do many race change or many yeah. faction <laughs> changes. I, I guess one faction change every two years isn't too bad. And then I'm like, oh, but I also have my mage. And then, oh, I have my shadow. <laughs> oh, this character should go there too. Maybe I want to play that. And then I just never end up playing them as much as my hunter. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. I just waste all that money. Cool. And then what pet are are you using? Because I know you'd mentioned the Scorpid that you recommended for the one guy that was playing BM at, the, at BlizzCon. But how about you for your survival hunter? What, what pet do you usually bring? Or yeah, pets, I, I, pets, I still bring that scorpion. Mm-hmm. Do you just do that exclusively? Or are there other pets that you, you bring along as well for different situations? Um, the situation, like the, as far as pets utility go, they're actually pretty limited nowadays. So the scorpion's like the only one that has a healing reduction. Mm-hmm. And that, that's pretty much the only thing you'd want to bring. Like you can't bring a bloodlust and Reno. You can't bring the battle res. Um, there's no pets that have CC outside of you know, the spiders that have the slow, but right. you already have a really good slow as a Zorel Hunter, so that one's not really necessary either. So it's pretty much that one choice. You're kind of limited to, limited to it. So Yeah, with all the changes to buffs and debuffs and everything this time around, you know, the pets are in a just sort of a weird place, and you've got a lot of them that just don't seem to do much of anything. And then if you've got something that does, well, something, it be- becomes desirable for, for, for that particular situation, like, like you're seeing in, in PvP. Yeah, so I don't, you know, I mean, you never want to remove utility like that, but I, or you wonder if there are other utilities that they can add back to these pets. But there's so many pet families. But even if you had overlap, I, you know, I think that would be okay. Yeah, I mean, because there, there's like a couple pets that have the same buff. It's like other mm-hmm. goods, like, like they match the, they match the transmog better. And, you know, and historically, cunning pets have sort of been the best options for PvP. Is that still the case now? Yeah, yeah, cunning pets are still the best. I do miss the tenacity wrath mm-hmm. pet. When when you used to have the crabs, they used to have intervene, like a, like a warrior's intervene. That was <laughs> sick. Because you you could fight like a a rogue, and if he was gonna stun you, you could use the crabs intervene, and then your pet would get stunned instead, and they'd be like, oh, that was sick. But oh, that was cool. And then just think back then if they'd had that little uh, item that could make the crabs, you know, wield the knife, <laughs> like oh, they do now. That would have been. They awesome. actually have that. That's yeah, sick. I, I forget what it's I forget what it's called, but I yes, there's there's something you can get that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know until you this. That's actually so sick. I want that. I'll role play with that. Yeah. Do your uh, crabs and scorpions do they match your transmog, or does that that desire to have like the right set not not extend that far? Uh, it doesn't extend that far. I just have that one scorpion that matches it, but I used to have like a l- the little raven before like the little tiny bird but they changed how it looks so now i don't i don't use it anymore 
It was like, I can't remember. I think it's the ones that you get in Kunlai Summit, but now they mm-hmm. they look weird now. I don't know. Yeah, they they, they, they they changed the look for I think Ravens were one of the one of the models that got updated uh, this time around. Yeah, I'm so sad. I, I liked it. They were like little tiny crows. They were so sick. Mm-hmm. Now they're now they're all big. I used to like it because then and it'd be annoying if people tried to kill my pet because it'd just be like that little tiny yes, model. Yes. <laughs> so looking at again- crows. Murder of crows or barrage? I don't even have barrage. I don't use crows though. I have snake hunter survival, but. If if it's between Crows and Barrage and Marksman, definitely Crows. Crows is my favorite ability, even though I don't take it anymore. But still, <laughs> Crows owns. Well, well, let's talk about that a little bit. So, uh, for like the PVE talents, and we can we'll talk about the honor talents in the minute in a minute. But what do you, what do you take for the uh, the regular talents that you find um, in PVP? Yeah, I, t- I take throwing axes, snake hunter, posey's call drops, camo, dragon's fire grenade, and expert trapper. Like those are actually like super cookie cutter. Sometimes right. I take Crows instead of Snake Hunter, but it, it's only if I'm gonna have like zero uptime at all. Because if you have any uptime, Snake Hunter is better, I think. But yeah. yeah, everything else is really cookie cutter. Yeah, and Snake Hunter that yeah, what, that's the one that instantly grants you three charges of mongoose bite, and it's an instant, and it's actually an actual ability with a one and a half minute cooldown. Yeah. So, so do you just use that on cooldown, or do you wait for certain situations, or yeah, I, I use it with the aspect of the eagle because the aspect of the eagle like gives you thirty percent damage when you activate it, and that crit bonus, and um, an extra chance to generate mongoose bite charges. So mm-hmm. the burst is I'll use three mongoose bite charges, and then I'll snake hunter, and then use the aspect of the eagle. So they already have you know the mongoose bites are already stronger at that point, and then that lasts like ten seconds of my mongoose bite window has the ten second buff from the aspect of the eagle. So that's like some of the biggest bursts. Mm-hmm. If you have like Two million-ish health wolves, and you can get you know a couple five hundred k mongoose slice in, so it's pretty good damage if you if you actually line it up and no one controls you. So most of it is just waiting for that one moment that no one peels you, and then and then they just die, mm-hmm. and then they're mad, <laughs> and they whisper you like, "Dude, what the heck? What is wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part about it. Yeah, are people surprised to see uh, like a survival hunter? I mean, they they just kind of <laughs> do they not take it seriously? They look survival. It's like, oh, this guy. I mean, it's it's probably I guess it's different with the arena stuff when you're when you're doing you know the rank things. People just know players are good, but I mean, when you're doing other more casual stuff, do people just kind of say, oh, survival hunter, and just maybe go after you because they figure this <laughs> easy pickings? <laughs> yeah. It definitely was like that at first. At first, no one would play with me. Oh, it was actually, it was actually so annoying. No one would play with me. They're like, dude, mm-hmm. dude, you're trolling. Like, you're a survival hunter. Like, what's with you? I'm like, dude, I promise it'll be so good whenever they fix, like, some bugs and stuff. And then they fix the bugs, and I'm just owning everyone now. And they're like, oh, dude, want to play? And I'm just like, no, what the heck? You don't want to play with me when it sucks. Screw you. Like, <laughs> So now I just have, like, my small little group of friends that, that believed in the survival hunter mm-hmm. dream before. And now they just... They complain about how annoying it is to fight survival hunters now. Yeah, I mean, I seriously, I think I've seen two out in the world since this expansion dropped. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. they are it, they are few and far between. Yeah, they are very unpopular, but they have gotten pretty popular in PvP now, at least. Like people recognize them as the strongest uh, spec to play now. So, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, you're playing him in PvP and in, in Solar. Uh, he's playing it in PvP. He's our PVE, I should say. He's raiding with it. Yeah, I saw you guys hooked up. Uh, we kind of oh, yeah. used to say hi to each other at uh, BlizzCon. I think you guys tweeted out a picture like the two, like the only two survival hunters or something like that. But it was great. yeah, yeah, great to we, see we've that. We've been talking about it a lot. Oh yeah, I always send him like little Twitter messages about survival hunters. So honor talent. So what are you, what are you taking for your for your honor talents? Um, okay, so because I'm an orc, I there's that first tier talents. It's you have the normal glider talent, just two minute CC break. Um, the other one's adaptation, which is that one minute automatic um, CC break. And then there's relentless. But usually with an orc, you want to always take relentless. The only time I the only other option I take is sometimes versus Shadow Priest teams, I take the adaptation because some Shadow Priest teams, they might not have as many stuns. So breaking out of the fears are nice because my healer usually can't dispel me because mm -hmm. they have a vampiric touch, so they dispel me and then they get controlled. So sometimes it's not as good for them to dispel me. So yeah, I, I just go with that one. Get out of the fears every one minute. So every other one, I don't sit full. And then the next row, you've got hardiness, reinforced armor, and sparring. Which of those three? Um, like? I, t I take uh, the re wait, yeah the reinforced armor. The bonus health is nice because you already have high health of survival. So mm -hmm. um, one of your big defenses is the exhilaration cooldown. So since you have more HP, it just gives you a bigger heal. So I, I stick to that one more than any of the other options. I, I used to take sparring before, but they gave hunters a bit of a... HP buff and PvP. So now I've pretty much stuck with um, the reinforced armor after that point, just because that bonus on acceleration is huge. And then uh, after that, I'm trying to remember the next row. It's a dragon scale armor, cat like reflexes, and survival tactics. Oh, okay. So versus like wizards or um, death knight teams, I take the survival tactics. So versus spellcasters, like if a Warlock has a Chaos Bolt on you. You can let the Chaos Bolt go off, and then you feign death, and then the Chaos Bolt does no damage. Or if a Warlock has a bunch of unstable afflictions on you, you can take them all off mm -hmm. with the feign death. So yeah, it's, and just it's for really those, strong. yeah, for those who don't know, feign death removes all harmful magical effects and reduces the damage taken by ninety nine percent for one and a half seconds. That's what Survival Tactics does. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why it's really good versus Warlocks because. They're unstable affliction. You know, usually you take damage when you dispel it. So, mm -hmm. because you have the 99% damage reduction too on top of that magic dispel, you basically are able to completely nullify it. And then, uh, it, it can be nice too if, you know, you're in maybe a mage's, um, ice nova or, you know, just any kind of route, you can also break out of it. So it, it's good for mobility and for avoiding damage. And then the other option is versus, you know, sometimes if I, if I fight a warrior, I'll take the cat-like reflexes. It's actually a pretty high dodge chance. It's like mm -hmm. whenever you crit, you have 30% dodge chance. So it makes it really hard for you to die versus them. So I take one or the other, just depending on what I fight. And then the next row is it's you've got Viper Sting, Scorpid Sting, and Spider Sting. So that's your your, your row of stings. Okay. The, the first two are pretty bad, but I mean, sometimes they're they're better than the Spider Sting, but they're, they're so bad at... I'm just way too lazy to ever swap it, so I just <laughs> I just take Spider Sting and I just leave it as that, even if it's not useful versus the team I'm fighting. Because yeah, <laughs> I I haven't figured out a way to set up a macro for all of them in there. They'll have like 
focus and uh, target on it. So I was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, screw this. I don't, I don't need to waste my time on this. Um, I think the next row, that one is, is that Mending Bandage Freedom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a hunting pack, uh, Mending Bandage, and Master's Call. Master's Call was always, if they, unless that's changed, that was always a, a popular one. Yeah, yeah. I pretty much 99% of the time take Master's Call, except versus Feral Druids. And then I play Mending Bandage because it dispels all their bleeds. So Feral Druids right now, they try to bleed as many people as possible. So I, if I take off all their bleeds, then my healer doesn't have to worry about me as much. But yeah, other than that, I take Master's Call. The other one is we don't talk about Hunting Pack or whatever it is. <laughs> Well, hunting pack, what is it? It reduces the cooldown of your aspect of the cheetah by 50%. And aspect of the cheetah also causes all allies within 15 yards to gain 90% movement speed for three seconds. So I, I guess that can be useful, but it doesn't sound like it's as... I mean, you don't have you don't have master's call, so you're yeah. just going to be slowed anyways when you use mm-hmm. it. So, it, so it's, like, it's so pointless. And I think the, the last one, that that's... Uh, was that the sticky tar? Yeah, sticky tar, diamond ice, and tracker's net. Okay, I'd say eighty percent of the time you take tracker's net. Um, sometimes when I fight like a feral druid, and yeah, uh, two feral druids used to be popular. So when I'd fight two feral druids, the tracker's net wasn't really useful on them. So we would just go on their healer, and I I play the diamond ice, so they can't dispel um, them out of that. And the roots aren't useful in them, so that was pretty good. And then sometimes the sticky tar can be um, good versus melee if they're going to always be in that call drop, so they're, they're not going to do as much damage to you. Mm-hmm. But that that's more of something I, I take maybe in, in 2v2, not really in 3v3. In, in 3v3, it's usually either the tracker's net or the, the diamond dice. But yeah. It, yeah, it... A lot of your talents are, are cookie cutter with the Royal Hunter. Your sort of sucks because you, you don't have as many options as you would like to have. I, I feel like so, some of their talents are just like, oh yeah, this talent's just either this talent's good and this one's terrible, or just nothing else works. Yeah, and I don't think that's just survival hunter in PvP. I mean, we've, we've talked about this on other episodes about marksmanship and some of their talents that just seem completely mandatory to the point where you don't even think about. <laughs> taking anything else like the patient sniper oh yeah and then those sidewinder builds just seem to be like the you know cookie cutter build and that there's there's no other options although we'll see if that changes in 7.1.5 yeah yeah definitely hunters definitely seems super limited in that regard i think um like certain classes if they at least have maybe cookie cutter specific talents like in pvp their pvp talents are usually somewhat dynamic like you have different options you can take like oh this is cool here this is cool there but for hunters it's like okay yeah you just take this one and don't change it and you're good to go so looking at other well go ahead oh yeah i I guess it's probably good for me because i i honestly totally forget to change my talents like whenever i have to i'm just like oh man i forgot to change my talent so do you have the same restrictions for pvp changing those talents that you do uh in pve yeah. Um, you're actually able to do it in the starting gates of a battleground or arena match, mm-hmm. whatever it is. You have time to swap your talents and specs, whatever. So in arena, like you know what 
composition you're fighting in the starting gate. So you have time to change your your talents around that matchup. So yeah, that's where I definitely I always forget. I I tab out while I'm in the gates, and then I'm like, oh crap, forgot to forgot to slot my talents. And then my team's following me. <laughs> <laughs> so looking at the some of the 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 other classes, I mean, which which ones do you think like survival hunters fare really do really well against, and which ones are you know you look at like oh gosh like one of these or or, or are, are there any that you you worry about more than others? Oh oh yeah definitely. So if I see if I see a holy paladin or I see a warlock, I'm usually happy. <laughs> I. <laughs> I just ride them all day, and they're unhappy, and that, that's pretty good for me. But usually, shadow priests are are pretty hard. Um, either shadow priest playing with like a mage is I just never play. I can never kill anyone. It's not a good time. Or a shadow priest with a restoration shaman. Um, yeah, I play my character is just no one ever dies, so it's one or the other. But shadow priests definitely are are the strongest class against survival hunters. They make my life pretty miserable. <laughs> I I can't kill them. I can't kill their team. They kill me. It's, it's just not it's not a good time. And then what about some of the other other classes? Uh, Death knights or the the do you do well against the other plate wearers or how do you how does it compare? Um, it kind of depends. Like everything else, I I feel like I have like a really strong chance against like um like certain popular compositions or maybe like. Windwalker, Death Knight with a healer. Usually it's a Holy Paladin, so I usually feel good against that because, like, the ways they do damage, if I play really well, I can avoid it. I mean, if I, if I mess up, like, we lose the game instantly, but, I mean, if I play well, we'll always win, so. I, I feel pretty com comfortable and, and stuff like that, which is really popular. A lot of, a lot of the matchups are, are kind of like that. If you play badly as a survival hunter and make mistakes, you're gonna lose, but, if you do play well, like it's it's not too hard to stay consistent, I guess. So then you'll you'll mostly just win if if you know what the right strat is. Um, yeah, mainly it's just fighting the sh the shadow priests. They they really feel hopeless to fight. Um, but definitely other plate wars like usually can either control them really hard, like they won't get much damage out. You know, all, all that utility you have really shuts them down between the rooting them and running through the 70% slow. Like, even though I'm melee, a lot of the time I'll play like a range hunter and kite people and just wait for that opportunity that, okay, I know they don't really have that much damage for me. I've kited them out. It's safe for me to go in and then I, I can stay aggressive. So it's it's not like the generic melee, you know, you just run in and you keep attacking them and, and don't get off. It's, it's kind of the mix of playing like a ranged and a melee hunter. And then legendaries. Uh, I mean, are they, how do, do they factor into PvP? Do you have any legendaries, or there is there are there any that are seem particularly useful there versus uh, just your regular PvP gear? They they do not work in PvP, but okay. you get the item level increase from them. And I, I do have two. I, I just randomly got them this week. I actually got so lucky with gear this week. Last week I was like eight seventy item level. This week I'm mm -hmm. eighty six item level. <laughs> yeah. So right. I got two what, legendaries. Wow. What did what did you get? Of the horse ones, like at uh, Pride as the the neck thing that mm -hmm. that's like that absorb shield, and I got he's nesting where he's trapping trez. But I gained fifteen focus. I remember my traps triggered. Like I I don't know how this is useful at all. So 
Both of those are pretty bad, but at, at least I get the, the item level increase. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So with uh, 7.1.5, are there... Have you been looked at that? Have you gone onto the PTR at all? Have you tried any of the changes? Which, which changes are you aware of that are coming that what might impact uh, survival in PvP or, or the, even the other hunters in PvP? But we'll, we'll stick with survival for first. Um, I know they're making an explosive trap. It's, it's not going to place on your feet. You have to mm. you have to click it now. Like you have to aim it. Yeah, it has a long range, but I feel like that's going to be awkward since that's one of your main damage abilities. Like, middle of the fight, I'm just going to be aiming that for damage, but... Um, they did have Wele initially, which is so bad when we got it. And they made, uh, the trap cooldowns longer too, because you had a mm -hmm. Wele, and then they made it on their damage. But they reverted that. That was, that was going to be the worst change. So now... Yeah, so what was the Wele change? I, I, you know, I was away the last couple weeks, and I, I, I was just trying to get caught up. So what happened with that? But I, I heard there was a, a lot of unhappiness surrounding that, and it sounds like that's, they, cries have been heard. But what was, what were they proposing with that? Okay, well, the way Waylay works is you have your trap arm for two seconds, and then it gets a bonus effect, right? So it has to be on the ground for two seconds. So that means someone has to be led into it, someone, you know, something like that, right? You can't just use them normally. But they had it, one, making it so, okay, well, since you have this bonus, we're going to make the cooldown on your traps longer. So everyone was going to have 40-second cooldown traps instead of 30 seconds, which is, like, so bad. And then... Also, Explosive Trap is one of your biggest damage abilities, right? Like, that's, like, one of your bread-and-butter damage spells as survival. So, not only do they make the cooldown on that longer, but because they had it benefited from Waylay, then that means you would have had to optimally maximize your damage. You had to lead someone into that Explosive Trap that's been armed. So, like, what you would have, like, your tanker or whatever try to lead someone into that trap for damage, which is... <laughs> that, that, that just doesn't feel good no matter what. So... I think they listened to the feedback and then they made it so that traps are going to be still a 30 second cooldown and it's just going to only have a bonus on your utility spells because it's something that's going to be very rarely usable but you know if you do take um, use of it you'll be like oh cool big waylay trap or something like that but, but most of the time traps you have to activate them off something like especially in pvp like you're not just going to have someone randomly walk into a freezing trap you're going to have to be like Oh, hey, teammate, do you have a stun for this guy? Okay, I'm going to, you know, freezing trap off of that. So, walking people into that, uh, very sketchy. And, of course, the other two specs, BM and Marksmanship, are going to be getting uh, some utility back in the form of traps, uh, but not enough to make a difference, I suppose, towards towards PvP. I mean, I, I suppose they'll help a little bit, but... Um, actually, Marksman right now, it actually isn't bad. I, I just don't like playing it, but it, it's actually not too bad. And I, I think next patch, they'll have really good utility. Like, they'll have the freezing trap, they'll have the knockback trap back, and they have the bursting shot and the binding shot. So they have a lot of CC, um, and they have, you know, ways to kite people. It's just, I don't like how they do damage. That's that's pretty <laughs> much why I don't play Marksman. The way they do damage is not fun, but you definitely can play it. And do well with it. I, I think I think it'll be a lot better next patch. I don't think BM will be that well or that good with traps. Um, pretty much the biggest reason they were good before was one of the honor talents, the Viper and Scorpion Sting. Mm -hmm. They were basically anytime you Cobra shotted, aim shotted, or Raptor strike, um, you would get uh, a thirty percent healing. Wait, was it? You get a healing done reduction. 
And then there's the healing received buff, so those two stacked up. But for Marksman and Survival, you don't really use Raptor Strike or Aim Shot as much as you, you would right. in PvP as a Beam Hunter would Cobra Shot. So it's like healers would have 60% healing reduction permanently, while the BM Hunter would just be on them, and they uh-huh. just couldn't heal through the damage. But they they, they nerfed that talent. So basically BM Hunters are, are probably going to suck, because that, that was all they brought to the table. And it was just Cobra Shot over and over, and then you win. And then for the for the people that are, are PvPing as marksmanship, are they doing Lone Wolf or are they gonna are bringing a pet? Oh, they they're they're playing a pet. Um, right. yeah, they they play a pet, but outside of that, I think they take the normal talents playing Sidewinders. I, I mean, they have good damage. They can play mm-hmm. with Red Paladins mostly. Um, not as good with uh, two versus two arena, but I mean, they still work. They're just I don't know. They 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 just don't really feel that fun. I guess it, it seems really frustrating because you have to stand still to do your damage and it's just, it's just weird. And a lot of your damage is like AOE from the sidewinders. So you're going to break your CC if you want to actually do damage during CC. So <laughs> I don't know. A lot yeah, of it just, yeah. it, it seems really contradicting, I guess. Yeah. Sidewinders has been one of those abilities. that was just sort of, you know, everything sort of seems a bit settled now, but certainly in the beginning, I mean, this is just in PVE, you know, you'd walk into a dungeon and pull, everything you know just doing your normal rotation right not even trying to do like a specific aoe yeah <laughs> rotation yeah. you know what i mean it's just sort of just just the way that the spec was set up but i think yeah you're kind just of like just doing yeah that i think that's why i don't like marks and heart like yeah, it always used to be my favorite spec to play because i really like the single target like quick burst damage but it really doesn't feel like the same anymore and I don't like you don't have the steady shot anymore. I, I hate that it's like sidewinders or arcane shot. I, don't know. I actually I actually love playing marksman like Catarath. Okay, okay, everything up until uh lot. I I had fun playing marksman hunter, but then in PvP marksman or PVE marksman hunter was fun. It was fun in lot too. So now I, uh it, it just feels so bad. I, I don't know whatever they're doing. It is something wrong. Now, I mean, obviously you've been focused on survival. Have you uh, gotten your other artifact weapons? Have you worked on those other specs at all? Like if something were to change, and uh, though it's unlikely that it would, that would make you want to switch over. I mean, how much work would you have to do to get your your artifact weapon up to speed? Um, I had a BM weapon up to like 20, because I was playing BM and survival at one point. Mm -hmm. Like, when survival was really bad and BM was like the only spec, but only like with certain people. Like, I would have the my friends that I would play survival with, and I, I would like to play with them. But if I were playing with like casual friends, like I would just play BM with them, just because like I don't want to hold them back playing with a bad spec if like they were just trying to you know play for fun or whatever. But yeah, now now they're definitely not going to play that again. And my marks are <laughs> like zero points in it. I mean, it will be easier to catch up, and I think seven. Point one dot five will uh, even have a few more options to kind of get caught up, but uh, yeah, it is interesting, you know. With that, with the, I mean, I'm enjoying the the artifact weapon, but it's one of those things where it does make you have to put a little bit more work into if you want to change your specs for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm uh at least looking forward to the the changes for other classes. Like, I do want to play some alts, you know. Like, I want to play Shadow Freeze here and there. I, I've been grinding it the past couple of days, so 
I do want to play that whenever I can mm-hmm. play my hunter. Right. Very cool. So let's see. We got a one a question here. Ali uh, is asking, and she's saying, for someone who PVEs but is thinking of starting PvP or at least PvP World Quest, what would you suggest? Go in at three a.m. Go in with thirty nine close friends, or try duels, or roll on a PvP server. So that's always um, a good question for people that are just starting out. What 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 should they ought to do? What kinds of things should they they look to do? It depends. Like if if you're doing some of the world quests, like the, the Warden Tower ones, like no one mm-hmm. actually is there on the other side. Like those are yeah. honestly like PVE quests, so you can kind of just you know, walk up to them and I, do them. Yeah, I've done a few of those, and it's actually a great way to to get some honor points and things, and and, and you know work on your honor talents too. Yeah, know. yeah, definitely. Like those are usually like the easiest ones to grind. The other ones, I have to be in the mood. I'm, I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. I really want to deal with this, but. I mean, even the other ones, like, I think a lot of people doing those a lot are probably in the same boat. Because honestly, the people that PvP a lot, like, they they don't really spend most of their time world questing, you know, outside of random occasions. So most of the time, people are, are going to be just jumping into it as well that are just doing those world quests. So, you know, it's it, it's not, like, too much to worry about, if that makes sense. Right. Well, that and that, that's sort of another question she had was, you know, how do how do you guys feel about you guys being PVPers feel about having to do so much PVE and and Legion, like the dungeons and artifact and world quest. I mean, how much PVE do you have to do to support your, your PVP habit? Um, I don't have to do much, but I actually don't mind doing it right now. Yeah. I mean, it's actually fun. I, I do mythic pluses to my girlfriend every once in a while. She'd be like, come do this one. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I've actually done a lot more in the game outside of just PVP this expansion. Than I have the past two, so that's that's nice. I I haven't enjoyed the game outside of that um, since like, uh, no, since Kata I think it was. Yeah, Kata. Mm-hmm. I used to to do everything, but yeah. N- now I'm I'm going back to just oh I want to play all these classes or yeah I want to do mythics or I want to see the content because all the Legion content is, I think it's really cool so. Yeah, it's been very good so far. I guess, I guess I guess another way to look at that question then, if you are someone who just likes PvP almost exclusively in the same way that, you know, we, we joke about, oh, we PvP and we don't do uh, PvP. I mean, are there PvE things that you, you need to do or can you really get everything you need done with uh, just just doing PvP? Um, yeah, definitely the initial grinds. Like I, I mean, I guess you won't have to in 7.15 since the artifact knowledge will be there. But definitely mm-hmm. at the start, everyone had to do like their Suramar questing. They had to do, you know, get your third relic slot, you know, get, get through all that stuff. Um, I I did pretty much the entire Suramar zone. So I was constantly doing all the world quests, like doing everything I could to grind up artifact power mm-hmm. at the beginning. But, you know, now it's at the point where, you know, everyone's almost at 34. They're going to start you off with like artifact knowledge 15 if you want to have an alt. So. Grinding it up in PvP, you, you could actually do if you um, spam save rated battlegrounds. They actually they actually give really good artifact power at, at this point. Like I think right now I get like 50k for the first win of the day, and then the next ones are like 25k. So I mean that's that's pretty good um, yeah. artifact power. And especially if you know your character's fresh, then you could also gain honor levels too. So you're just killing two birds with one stone at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not as bad now uh, as it was in the beginning, but I actually had a lot of fun in the beginning. I was pretty much exclusively doing PvE um, PvE content 
before the expansion or before the PvP season started. So that was fun. Yeah, no, it's it's been it's been pretty good. And I was like, you know, it's again, you know, none of these things are sort of mutually exclusive. You don't have to choose one or the other. And I think most people do play the PVE stuff, you know, even if they're they're PvP focused, not necessarily uh, the other way around. But I always liked having uh, PvP players come in like my dungeons and and, and raid groups because they they always they're good at avoiding stuff, right? They always seem to react faster and they 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 know not to stand and stuff. They they've just got such good awareness of what's going on because you, you really have to in PvP because you get so much coming at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except for me. Oh my god. So yeah, bad. well, if you're out, if you're tabbed out in the middle of a battleground, yes. <laughs> oh, I, you, may, you may not I have, see bad things I don't know. I have like really bad issues. So that's why I, I think I do well in arenas because there's not always like something going on. So like as long as there's something for me to do, then I'm having a good time. There, there's always a squirrel to chase there in, in, in those arena battles. You don't have to really yeah thing for like, any, any real long period of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like I actually like battlegrounds as long as I'm fighting and stuff. Like that's why I, I don't or I never liked rated battlegrounds as much because you know, random battlegrounds, you, you can kind of just go out there, kill whoever you want. The rate of Battlegrounds is like, oh, okay, you're a hunter. Sit at this flag and maybe do nothing in this entire game while we win. It's like, okay, well, I want to kill someone. Like, I want to, I want to contribute. Like, I, I hate just sitting here and not doing anything. Or, I mean, I don't know. Some, some dungeons are really fun. Uh, what was it? I did, I did some PVE. But what's, what's that fight with the eyeballs? It's in Emerald Nightmare, where you have to like keep going around and killing stuff. I think it oh. starts in the eye. Yeah, Ilganoth. Uh, yeah. The, 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 oh my god. Yeah. With all yeah, the tentacles and all that stuff. Yeah, that's that's a fun boss. Yeah. Yeah. That was sick. There was so much stuff to do. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I had so much fun doing that boss. I was running around. I was like, I was like screaming in in the Discord. I was like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm killing this shit. Let's go. Like, my girlfriend was looking at me. He's like, what? Why do you never this serious with PVE? <laughs> so, uh, someone was asking too. What what is your uh, eye level right now? 886 right now. 886, okay. Oh, wait, it says 884 equipped. Okay, my bad. 880 for equipped? <laughs> yeah, 884 equipped. Dang, that's actually so much higher than I thought it would. It was just like, I swear, like 869 last week, so I had a big lucky streak. I mean, and how big of a difference is that making in, in PvP right now? Um,. Every ten out of levels is like a one percent stat increase, so it it doesn't really make that much of one. But I mean, it adds up. Like where I'm at right now, compared to someone, if you're fresh, one ten, then you're gonna be maybe a hundred out of levels. So I mean, then that eight percent stats does add up, you know. So I, I think that that's probably the extent of it. Eventually, the stats matter after a certain point, but you know, when everyone's at the same item level. It really doesn't matter too much having that one percent, two percent difference, yeah. You know? <laughs> cool. I think he was asking what your not your eye level was your P level. Oh, the prestige level. Yeah. Um, let me check. Okay, my prestige is through level three, honor level twenty. Okay, so I'm I'm close to the max right there. I think. <laughs> I I think ever since they they changed it. 7.1 that you don't have to reset your honor talents to prestige. So now most people just, you play enough arena. I think eventually it goes up or you do enough creative battlegrounds. But I think that the honor, the honor you gain from arenas is actually so slow. 
I think I gained most of it just doing like world quests when I was bored and doing RPGs. <laughs> cool. And then Ali was asking, oh, about asking about your UI and add-ons. So yeah, real quickly, what, what kind of add-ons, what add-ons do you use or what do you do for your UI? Uh, my UI is pretty much default. The only add-ons I, I use that actually have an impact in Arena is, uh, one is called Big Debuffs and it makes things like, if you're trapped or someone's trapped, it'll show it over, you know, their character frame where their, their character portrait is. Mm-hmm. It shows the CC and the CC duration over there. And, you know, for all other types of crowd control. So that's what it does. And then the other one, it's, it's called, uh, diminish and it just puts, uh, uh, diminishing returns on like next to the arena frames for people. So if they're trapped, like it'll show, okay, they can be full trapped again in, in this time. So these are the only add-ons I use right now outside of Scada. But yeah, well, what Elvarez said is true. Not, not many players, uh, use non-standard UIs because you can't use them in tourneys. So everyone plays with like the default. Can you use your add-ons in tourneys, I guess, or? No, no add-ons. No add-ons either. So they really try and give everyone sort of like a, a, a level. Yeah. A level playing field there. Yeah. So everything's pretty minim- minimalistic, like things that you could definitely go without. Like I have, I have things like Scott, like I, I, I don't actually need that if I'm playing in a tournament, you know, that's, that's just like mm-hmm. me just, oh, okay. I'm, I'm playing a game on live. I'm going to argue with my teammate who got the most kicks that game. <laughs> Yeah, so Foxy says she's one. Yeah, I'd never really thought about that either. What they do for uh, for these big tournaments, and, and but, it, but it would make sense that they would just sort of go with the standard UI, no add-ons, just so it's kind of even across the board there. Yeah, I mean, like you can still customize it because you're still able to use like UI scripts. Like I have one to make the default arena frames larger, but mm-hmm. you're you're allowed to do like there's there's limits on what you can and can't do. Like some things, like maybe hide your keybinds. Make make like your you can make your UI look a bit prettier, right? But I mean, it, it's pretty limited. The rules are basically you can have any scripts as long as it doesn't automatically track something when an ability is used. I believe so. You know, like those diminishing returns things, you you wouldn't be able to have that. Like anything that goes off when someone uses a cooldown or a timer. So everything, every kind of timer, you have to track in your head when you're playing in a tournament. So people use like stopwatch macros. Yeah. And it looks like Foxy in the chat was asking about relic abilities. Um, I don't know what specifically. I have to scroll up to see what she she asked. Sorry, Foxy. Oh, she said, do they change for arenas or are they static to what they already are? Um, you don't get the bonus to that trait um, from your relic, but you do get the item level bonus from it. So PvP is all about the item level. Like your stats don't matter. It's mm-hmm. just get get the highest item level piece and you're good to go. So that that's all, also how it is for the relic. So you can have the worst rate possible, but as long as it's high item level, it's going to be useful in PvP. Cool. Well, that's it. Very good. Well, unfortunately, I have a hard stop today, and since we don't have any other hosts really on, I um, I think we'll we'll call this a show here. But thank you so much for for coming on, Daily. And we'll have to get you on again. You know, maybe closer when seven one five comes out. Um. And you get a chance to look at those changes, have you back on, you know, periodically, and just talk some PvP because we really haven't done it any justice. In fact, I, w- I would dare to say that the last time we talked serious PvP 
was the last time we had you on the show, and I don't quite remember what that was sometime back in Warlords of Draenor. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was definitely quite some time ago. But yeah, I know that definitely sounds cool. Thank you for having me. It is, and I can't believe we've 250 episodes. You know, it's, it just sort of snuck up. But you know, it's it's a it's a one of those milestones. So you know, what better way to spend it than uh, talking PvP and survival hunters? <laughs> <laughs> the, the most unpopular things for the general public. Exactly. So yeah. So episode 300 in another two years when we reach that, <laughs> we'll do it again. But no, thank thank you so much again. Really, really appreciate it. It's been fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, and on that note, you have been listening to episode 250 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. And I'm Delirium from, oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm Alessandra from the yes. chat room. All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, at our RSS feed to your reader. These links are available in the show notes. And if you have a question or topic you would like us to read on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet to uh, hunting at huntingpartypod and stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew locker. Um, dark lady, watch over you, but also, uh, Dilly, where can we find you? Like, do you have a Twitch channel or YouTube? Uh, okay, yeah. Should I just link them in the stream chat? Or... Well, for I'm audio, let you, but post yeah, okay, okay, for audio. Okay, you can yeah, link yeah. The, you, um, you can link them in the, the chat, and we'll post them in the show notes, and I'll read them on the show in a second here. <laughs> uh, de definitely just my Twitter uh, at Sword Dilly. Um, anything like streaming, or if I ever do anything on YouTube, I just put it on my Twitter. So yeah, if you ever need to find it there, all the all the links are on my Twitter page. Anything like that. So yeah, I, I think just my Twitter covers it. Uh, Very good. At Soar Dilly. S-O-A-R Dilly. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Shout out to my sponsor. For watching. I hope not. A life stealer. That's just the cost of being awesome sauce. Magdemar, Ascalor, Gruel, Cthulhu, and Razorgore. Onyxia to rock.